Warning! This episode of the Spark and Movie Review contains adult language, mature situations, the Boing Boing Twins, Sweet JP, the greatest anime of 2011-2012, The New Guy, Decent Dubs, Baz, and just insane talking. Listener discretion is advised. American Movie Review, episode 59. you That works. So, hello and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin Movie Review. This is your host, Zahn, saying what's up, and joining me again... Hey, people, it is I, Baz. And joining us for our first time is a relative of Baz. Hi, I'm the new guy. That works, the new guy. <laughs> We're going to call him the new guy for the next entire episode. Then we will reveal his name at the end. If we, cho- if we choose to, exactly. So, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Spock and Inside that provides information reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Every episode we talk about a different movie depending on what has been chosen to us by the great, the mighty, the all-powerful... Oh, I forgot how to pronounce it! <laughs> the Dodecahedron of Movies! No, the wheels for our other podcast, Spark and Manga Review. Oh! And speaking of which, for those of you who don't know, we will be appearing live at Manga Next in February in on the 26th, 27th, and 28th. And I'll be running panels and giving away free shit. Unfortunately, I will not be attending there. My cat Giggles has a operation, and it's important that he gets that operation. Toenails are very hard to fix, and I have, I'm sorry. Oh. I mean, on the other on the other hand, it's going to be kind of heard from someone who works there every year. He says it's the kid one, so the, most likely I'm going to have a bunch of kids who don't Ooh. answer any of the questions right, and you won't go to any of my panels because they're all... Idiots? No, they're more of a... Um, 
Yes. <laughs> no, 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 they're not idiots. They're not morons. They just, they're young, so they, don't, they won't be able to appreciate the topics we talk about. I mean, I have a category called pot- potables, and it's about alcohol. And even though if they try beer and things like that, they won't know the nuances of what makes sake great or why you would drink a Chardonnay as opposed to a Merlot. That's why they make Robitussin. No, the Tussin is to make you feel better if you break your leg or if you get a cold. If that's what you believe. Tussin does anything. You know, they have AA for Robitussin. Yes, they do. They also have... They also have AA for, well, that's for another that's for another story, that's for another episode. Yes, yep. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us at sparkin@gmail.com, or you can email me at zansparkin.com. And as it's sparkinrock.com, Dad can't talk today. Yes, you can. And we'll set up the new guy with an email eventually once I get to it, which means it should be about three weeks. <laughs> Knowing me, and I know Four we're behind. Four years later. I'm not that bad. Well, I kind of am. But that's neither here nor there. Again, we're getting off topic because today is a very fun episode, a great episode. And why is that? Because, well, we're actually doing a redo. We're uh, If we were playing uh, golf, we would be doing a mulligan. We're doing yeah. a redo because we're finally getting to review an actual legitimate release that has been released when we originally reviewed the original Japanese release. So we can compare, contrast, and just... Talk about it. It's just interesting that we're going back to the movie that we had rated and is now in English. <laughs> yes, well, we didn't want to wait because the movie was amazing. Yes, it was. And it, even in Japanese, it was amazing. It's still one of my favorite movies of all time. And we'll get into... Either way, it's a great movie. It's Everyone raved about it. Some people, like, of course, Fast Karate for the Gentleman, thinks that it's an overrated film. And then one person said the movie was terrible and they completely misquoted it because they didn't understand what the fuck the movie was about. They said, there's no plot. There's no story. There are no characters. Are you letting your nephew talk on the show again? No. Okay. This guy was 40 years old. Wait a minute. That was... No, wait, wait, wait. I'm 39. I'm still good. I'm still good. That wasn't me. No, you're fine. You're both... Well, you're fine. It's not that. This guy was an accredited person who also rated some of the greatest movies of all time as bad movies, like Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. He says it's one of the worst movies of all time. Well, is he one of those guys who just, like, goes against what everyone else says, or...? Uh, yes, and oh, even though we can't speak of his name, <laughs> but, anyway, let's get off the topic, let's get into what we're talking about. We're talking about a movie which was directed by Takeshi Goike. You better have pronounced that name right, or he's going to come over and chopstick you. Well, they say to me in, in the opening, they say, Red Line, directed by Takeshi Goike. By a chick that sounds like she came from Harlem. Well, anyway. That's all good. <laughs> well, I spoiled what it is, we could get with the rest, but it is, as you said, Red Line. It was originally released in August... 2009, released again in 2010, and uh, released again in 2011. They have a problem with releasing things, don't they? Oh, it's been just taking so long. This movie was, as we said earlier... So oh, cool! Golden Boy produced it! Oh, wait, no. That's Kentaro Oye. That's Kentaro Yoshida. Yeah, he's the guy who paid all the money for it, and then the screenplay was written by Yoji and Inomukido and Katsuhiro Ishii. And it's got a lot of interesting actors in the Japanese version. The English version, we are able to identify three of them. And one sounds like Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. And he's one of the better characters. <laughs> well, is he the best character? We'll talk about that. Now, you've never listened to the Redline review. You don't know what it's about. And why don't just break it down into two sentences what Redline was about. Uh, speed Racer meets Adrenaline Fueled What? I couldn't put it any better, really. That works. It was like 
Blade Runner with Blade Batman Runner. and I would say Death Race 2000 meets yeah. Strawberry Shortcake. I wouldn't say Strawberry Shortcake. Well, certain scenes were Strawberry Shortcake-ish, and you know what scenes the I'm talking about. The fact that the lady says... No, the little princess. <laughs> if you think about it, uh, and it was in a strawberryish color, so I do have the right to say that. Death Race meets Strawberry Shortcake. Was... But not, but more Death Race than Strawberry Shortcake. I don't want anybody to, like, get all mad. Like, I ain't watching no Strawberry Shortcake thing. I mean, the fact that one of the characters says, like... This is the only thing that gets me hot anymore. That that, that already tells you what you're in for. This movie is insane. It's it's about a race called the Red Line, and you don't have to watch anything before it or read any manga or watch anything else besides this. Yeah, I, mean, I just realized that there's going to be a bunch of people that are thinking, Damn, it's not about cocaine? Shit! No, 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 no. That's a white line, people. Red line is totally different unless you bleed on your shit. Yes, and it's about a race, and you have several characters, all non-all ensemble cast, all characters have their own personality, and you love most of them. They, most of them. Even the background characters have their own little personalities, and you're like wondering, I want to know more about that guy. <laughs> like, what was your guys' impressions about the background characters, everyone who was besides the main character, Sweet JP? Well, we did the review on the Japanese one. Yes. And the American version, it made me, because like, the translation is different, but it made it more entertaining for me because of the fact that it wasn't American as opposed to Japanese, and it made the characters a little bit more livelier. Nothing really felt, like, out of place to me. Like, it's all, like, one giant picture, and it, you couldn't really take anything out. Mm -hmm. all, it all kind of, like, came together perfectly. Yeah, no, it does come together. And you have all the little things. Every scene was d made from scratch, and it took seven years to make it. And every scene, there is no reproduction scene. There's always something different. Either a piece of jewelry is moved to a different spot, mm -hmm. or there's a piece of dust in the air in a s different area. Jeez. Or... You sound like me reviewing Star Wars and pinpointing every single little bit from 77 to 2011. My God. I'm not that bad. That's for the Star Wars review, if we ever get to it. Because the wheel has not dictated we could do it yet. The wheel keeps turning us down. Not the wheel. The dodecahedra turns us down. So it's not Lucas? He's retired. Yes! <laughs> not really. Doesn't end there. Episode 1. But that way, let's back, back, back to your thing. No, he's, he's, he, he was retiring officially. But anyway, that's yes. This is a cool sci-fi movie. Sci-fi, action, racing, and it's really worth getting. And you can get it at Best Buy for $19. Heck, you can even get it on uh, Xbox now. Yep, you can get it on Xbox, you can get it on PSN. iTunes, maybe? Amazon? Yep. YouTube, yep. Wherever they go. And unless, we, the, unless the government banned it. No. no <laughs> we won't go there. No, it's not like Manhunt 2 in Australia. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. You remember that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Uh, and in my deep, dramatic voice. Wow. <laughs> but I mean a video game where you take a plastic bag and you put it over someone's head and you slowly strangle them to death <laughs> isn't isn't restricted to any other country in the world. That shows a lot. Wow, that takes me back to the days of a store I used to work at a long time ago that became total shit now. But... It was shit after I left, I tell you. That's just for your entertainment. <laughs> 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 Cheap pop. <laughs> yes, it is. But uh, so, hmm. so it's a race, and there's actually three race. Well, two races in the in the movie. You have the yellow line, which is the 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 qualifier. The, yes, the qualifier for the red line, which is the big race, and they're both very different. And out of the two of them, which ones did you like better? You have the red line, which is the majority of the film, and you have the yellow line, which is the first ten minutes of the movie. I don't think that's too fair a question, though. Hey, I mean, the new guy's got a point. I mean, you have the opening race, which needs to kind of hook you, and then you have, like, the main race, which kind of just drives it home. You, you very I, I have to say the second race. Definitely. 
You like the you like the red line better? Yeah. That's 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 good because a lot of people like the yellow line better. They feel it's it's more adrenaline pumping and it focuses on the racers more because you have to keep cutting back and forth between all the different racers and the red line. But you have a lot more and it's more structured in the yellow line because the red line it's just literally you get dropped off where the fuck you get dropped off? Yeah. Oh, uh, eight hundred kilometers away and you got to get there. Yeah, and in the yellow line it does seem like just a normal race with suit up cars and, <laughs> and then you you come to realize no that that is not the case. Yep. No, it's anything goes, and the one player who's playing fair is actually fixing the game. <laughs> so no one's playing fair. Sweet, sweet JP. Ah, sweet JP. The only one who doesn't use weapons, and the one who, well... You mean a guy who's actually got integrity? Honesty? What do you mean honesty? He's fixing the race! <laughs> Not to his own knowledge at certain points. Well, the first time, well, he, no, the first he, was, time, he no. was arrested for it. Yes, he was, but then afterwards it was like, okay, I'm driving, I'm going to win the race, boom, what the hell just happened? Oh, shit, I'm not going to win this race. The thing is, he starts off the same race every single time. It looks like where he knows he has to fix the race, where he has to keep in the keep in the last place until the third quarter, and then he'll zoom to the zoom to the, the Like lead. he wanted to get almost killed. Again. And again. Well, he... Before the the red line even starts, he has one race and he drives three times different vehicles. And all three times, he crashes the car. That tells you something. Is he a bad driver? Yeah. Might <laughs> have no. another movie. I just don't remember which one. It'll pop up to me one day. One day far away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, let's see now. What else we got about red line? So, what else? We have also, besides the, the main first... Racers, only two of the first racers do show up in the red line. But I would have liked to see more of things like Psycho Man and yeah, in the yeah. Psycho Car. Yes. And also um, in, uh, what is it, uh, Dorothy, uh, from Planet Dorothy, the Bond 3 2. <laughs> that nut who's just like, yeah, I'm going to lose? Fuck you all. You're all going to die with me. Yes, yeah, just one of those attitudes where it's like, if I'm not going to win, nobody's going to win. Well, guess what, people? While you're saying that whole attitude, there's a freaking garrison of freaking military men coming down and beating, trying to blow the shit out of you. So somebody better win the race. Yeah, the... Or the movie be over faster. Yeah, the, the <laughs> robo-world, um, it's taking place on a planet, and they've decided to just... We're going to have the fans vote on wherever race is going to be, and whatever the plant's constituents say, we're going to do the exact opposite. If they don't want us there, we're going to be there. If they want us there, cool. And yeah. robo-world doesn't want them there because they're a militaristic totalitarian society, and they're going to kill anybody who shows up on the planet. Which makes it great for ratings. Yeah, it does. I'm a, I must say, with a name like RoboWorld, I expected more robots, but not, yeah. not so much. More cyborgs. Yeah. I was expecting yeah. RoboCop for some reason. I mean, you got the military army there. There were RoboCops, though. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I expected giant robots, not not like medium size. I mean, like, giants. But you did get a giant robot. <laughs> One-ish, kind of. And they were comical. They were. Must be mall cops. <laughs> yeah, but that's just, and just because they're, it's, that's, the, what is it, it's a first offense, it's like, you must disperse, usually they just shoo you away, no, 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 this one's just deal with extreme prejudice, just blow them away. First offense, if you survive, then the second one's for death. Damn. Yep, and then, what else, you had Robo World's hidden mysterious base, where the middle of the thing is, I mean. Uh, that came out of third base, or, er, er, left field, excuse me. Wait, there was a hidden base? Wow. Surprise. Of course, and they even said in big letters on the map, you see, hidden base. <laughs> it's not like it was a secret. It kind of reminds me of, like, the American government. No. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We okay, don't want to have okay. people coming and then questions asked and then forms have to be filled out and then memories will be wiped and then you wake up. But I up. miss Agent Ford. 
Oh, that's, a different, that's a different title. We don't speak of Agent Spark anymore. <laughs> he disappeared long ago. He may come back, but he's disappeared. He's AWOL at the moment. Chasing, uh, chasing that nefarious psychic of his with his eight ball. As his friend would say, oh shit! Yes. I found the movie interesting as well. Not even just about the races, but the whole issue of in between, like, the whole link up between uh, Sweet JP and uh, what's her face? Sonoshi. Thank you. Sonoshi, where it's like, okay, they met before, but she didn't quite remember him. And he, like, told her, like, wow, I remember you kind of deal. So they kind of, it's not just, like, all racing. There is some kind of a story plot to it. There's, like, five plots going on. <laughs> so you got Sonoshi's plot, mm-hmm. you got the race. You have Frisbee's plot. You have the whole fact that RoboWorld's trying to obliterate them. Then you have the fact that the... And they even say this in the sub. The coolies, well, the slave class of RoboWorld, is trying to start a revolution because of all the free thinking caused by Redline. You have that revolution happening. That part just went straight over my head. Yes, and then they released... And, oh, we forgot the... the, Also, there's the plot line of Funky Boy. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) 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 If there were ever a part I had to just kind of... Step back for a moment and say, "Why is this here?" That that would be it. But Funky Boy, yeah, he's just he's there. He, you he's, just leave it at that. He's just, there. just you know what? I'm not even gonna describe it. All I gotta say is, you hear the name Funky Boy and you see what they did with it, and you're like, "Who the fuck came up with that name? Mm-hmm. And why?" And then you see a guy who's like, "Well, we have the best the best name ever for our super destroyer cannon." What Japanese anime would not be complete without a homosexual running the military armada? He's not a, he's not running it. He's he's like the science officer guy. <laughs> so just like a good blowjob, he's head of it all. <laughs> yes. And we have the other possibly gay character, Little Desna, who's apparently like a big one of the higher ups. Well, you yeah. have to because we all consider higher ups a bunch of bags, but. Uh. It was more prominent this one oh, that gay vibe that he had. Yeah, okay, disclaimer: we do not have anything against homosexuals, gays, or any kind. One of, of our co-hosts is gay. That's not who? Gay. Oh, never mind. I know who. You know who he's? I know who. Yes, he's. Uh, not me. No, no, he's straight. No, uh, we're, t- we're, we're talking about one of our, one of our well, not regulars. It's been a while since he's been on, but he'll be back hopefully once things are better for him. Again, he's having one of his moods again. Oh Jesus! Exactly. Oh Jesus! But back to the point. But. The little Desna thing, that was just the weirdest. He was just like. I like the fact, oh, he cries and he gets stronger. <laughs> like, I'll kick your ass. Hey, whatever works for you, man. Yeah, but then later he's like, don't leave me. And you're like, you're getting really creepy. Stage hey. five clinger. Yeah, yep. yeah, stage five clinger, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy the fact that they, they bring back anime women with big boobs shaking all over the place. It kind of wakes you up a bit. Yeah, the couple. But yes. they get that the kind of a minimum. I like that. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah not too much. Because it's like, if that was the case, it'd be hentai. Yeah, it wasn't fan service like a lot of the new stuff where it was, you see the panties everywhere, you see the tits right in your face, the ass in your face. Perfect example, Strike Witches, where they're not wearing pants. Hold on, let me get this straight. Pant, no, panties, juggly boo. I mean, what's, it, what's next, a jiggle counter? I think that there was a jiggle counter this, there'd be like ten, maybe? Ten? Mm-hmm. No, 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 when she's racing, you see, so now she's... Uh, not too much. Oh, there's several now. Oh, there's several? We yes. actually post it. Yes, we will, eventually. But I do like the fact that the female characters on there weren't too, like, yeah, you had your moments where they were, like, half-naked, and it was like, okay, yes, we got nudity, and yada, yada, yada. And you had, like, but they a... kept it simple to the point, short, and the end. And they felt like actual thought-out characters instead of just, hey, here's boobs. Yeah, every character yeah. every character is thought-out, and they have, like, something that you want to know more about them, and all the racers have their own theme song. 
But what was with the silly faces, honestly? I mean, that was kind of overkill in my view. It's like, okay, they're cutesy, they're... They're just know, cute, stupid watch, girls. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to make silly faces because that's how we break the ice at a bar. Hell, if you have a body like that in real life, you won't need to do silly faces. Do I have to show you Jersey Shore? They do shit like that. Please don't. Oh, Please Lord, don't. 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 It's bad enough that a certain person lives, like, close in my area. Well, I know who you speak of. We will not speak of it anymore. Yeah. Even though I liked her representation in South Park. I like the representation yeah. where she's the rat. Like, Rah! <laughs> oh, she yeah. does? Yeah. Marlboro. Yeah, she's, she's, not, she's not a Jerseyite. No, half of them I, I know as little as possible about Well, I know. It's best that you do. Yeah. Well, it's between... It's well, anyway. You have intelligence. Don't go there. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, Seven holes is not enough. Remember that. No. Nine holes now. You upgraded to nine holes. How the hell did we upgrade to nine holes? You did it last time. You have to explain it because I couldn't figure it out. I got. Was I sober when I did that one? Yes, you were. Damn, I gotta get drunk just to figure out how, what I said. <laughs> yes, that was that was referenced also in episode fifty. Great episode. Yes, one of the best episodes. One of the longest episodes we ever did. Wow. Yeah, so long. But aside from that, guys, I mean, it was about cars. Plot. It actually had. And that's the thing. It's a long. It's been a long time since we actually seen an anime that actually had a good plot. That's what I think. And it was actually, a standalone plot. Yeah, yeah. It, it really was. Yeah, you didn't need, it's refreshing to see that. Yeah, you didn't need to see any old things, even though there is technically a prequel, which it is, is about, it's called Trava Fist Planet. It's about Trava and how he left the army and all that stuff. Oh. It's completely different. But Trava was actually one of my least favorite characters in the movie. Now, is that because of the just like character design or because he got so little? He, he, didn't, get any, he didn't get any screen yeah. time, really. I mean, they show him fighting Desna and all. getting his ass kicked? Well, getting his ass kicked, but then yeah. everyone else got a spotlight of it, showed yeah. their background. He didn't get shit, and it was like... <laughs> well, if a head was like that and looking like a gremlin, I might get my ass kicked, too. <laughs> yeah, well, out of them, I think the one who got the most screen time that is not of the, the main three, which would be um, two of the main three. You got Sonoshi, JP, and Machine Head. I think the one who got the most screen time out of the ones after that mm. is, I'm going to say, Lynchman and Johnny Boy. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that they had they had the most screen time next. Here we go again with the Lynch Man Johnny Boy scenario. God Almighty, how much more can we rip off of superheroes? That's well, that's the case. They have a supervillain too, <laughs> who's awesome. They're supervillain. The first thing he does, he shoots a missile at a car. He shot. They have shot missiles at everybody. It was like they, they didn't they play. Got, our car that looks like the Batmobile. They have theme music no, that it, sounds like something from a freaking superhero cartoon back in the '60s. And they're the first ones to try killing an, a competitor. The rest of them, they, they're trying to kill the, the Robo World. They're first thing to do, kill the crap Sinoshi. <laughs> yeah, go after the girl that won the last race. I have to say, if they had their own series or, or manga or anything, I'd buy it. You know, sad to say, I would say the same thing. <laughs> yes, yes, you would. And um, <laughs> speaking of which, would you want to read a Goy Rider? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. They did change the one line, though, where in the line it was that he's married and he to just he's in a relationship with his fellow officer. Yeah. I think I like the old line better, because it made him more like he's just he's a corrupt cop even more so than just him just... So what? He married his partner. No, he no he didn't marry his partner. He was cheating on his wife with his partner in the sub, and then the dub, oh. it's just he's in a relationship with his partner. Yeah, the first line sounds a lot, a lot more... More gory writers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Because he is, like... Okay. A, it's a freaking corrupt ass cop. Is the first he's like, he's like, you violated his civil rights. And, Shut up. It's like, no, we're not going to expose that on national TV. Why would we do something like that to all of you? No, no. Yeah. So, um, what else? You had Mickey and Todoroki. They had a little bit of screen time, but I would have liked a little more with those two. But they had the greatest, one of the greatest lines in the movie. Gory Rider, you motherfucker! 
Who were they based off of? Because these look so familiar. I know. They're just two guys, I think. I think that they're just two guys. Like, we just found two guys and said, you guys, you're, you're, you're Mickey and Todoroki. Um, so, out of, so besides those guys, you also had a lot of the background characters were interesting. Like, you had the chief mechanic who really doesn't have a name. He's just, uh... Spider guy. Yeah, the spider guy. You have the mob. You have the re- the residents of Euroworld. And, um, who am I forgetting? I love, I do appreciate the That's fact that the car designs, that they actually use the freaking Trans Am, and everything else was, like, all high-tech modernized. <laughs> it's like, how the hell did you come up with that idea? It's brilliant. It's a Trans Am. It'll win. Well, okay. But, uh, uh, I'm not going to go any further than that. Who is the other one? Okay. And, oh, and um, I, for, I can believe you forgot. We didn't talk last time or this time about the announcer, <laughs> who I think he stole the show, though. The announcer and the, the commentators, they stole the show just with their... their so. He was funny. He was so funny, I almost peed my pants. <laughs> it's like, I've got one! <laughs> That's what makes it more interesting, just that whole issue of you gotta have some random Paul Giamatti kind of, like, acting in the movie to make it, like, a little bit funny. You gotta have that little throw-off. Right next to the seasoned veteran of the, uh, the red line. Yep, the red, yeah, the very second. Quiet, very reserved. Who sounds like Grant Spork. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I think we're up. He's like, what's it? I forgot the line, but it's a... It would have been interesting to see Chuck Heston pull that off. Oh, Heston. So long ago. Damn dirty ape. Those damn dirty apes, which hopefully one day we will be able to speak of that movie. But not anytime soon. So, for those who don't know, um, well, are we going to... The thing is, let's get to the... The music, as we said before, is the same. They didn't change the music. Audio quality is still good. Still visually a beautiful movie, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing really changed either uh, sound, like either uh, version, Japanese or American. And it's upbeat, so it's kind of like... And you got your little... Montage slow moments, so yeah. that's what kind of balanced the movie out too. So the soundtrack actually, I would say, was pretty good. Yeah. Not just not just the soundtrack, but like I know I noticed he took a a few moments where they just stopped all the sound completely, and you kind of think the music, the, the movie itself froze, but no, they're just kind of accentuating the action, the moment, and the tension. And I really like that because you don't see a lot of that nowadays. Wow, that's a big word, accentuating. Has it ever oh, been yeah. used? Did I use it right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> that's like wow. It's it's ra- it's rarely used, and it makes point. New guy make Baz feel like dummy. No, he, you have a very good point, and it's just most mangas and no, sorry, most animes now, if they release it in theaters, they change the soundtrack completely. Like perfect example would be the Initial D series. They put it, oh, let's put all hip hop music in, and it just, and yes. let's take the silent somber moments, and we'll put music in because you can't have that shit there. Cough, cough, Dragon Ball Z, cough. Of course. No, it's just the soundtrack didn't pass through customs yet. The movie did, the soundtrack didn't. Yeah. This, they, I'm happy they kept it the same and Manga and uh, Anchor Bay did a great job with this release now there's one thing I would have liked to have seen and I just thought of it and it's just a shot in the, w- in the wind but for the Red Line movie I actually would have not been surprised if they put Dragon Force in there through mm-hmm. fire through fire. And I would have been disappointed it would have been I think for at least be, a certain part of the movie I think it would be a good AMV yeah. So yeah. one of you guys get to that right now. Send us an AMV. We will send you manga. I have a piles of it ready to go, and I think that I'm going to be giving up. What is this? It's I- happy Iron Walk Gen Volume Ten. If you do that, I know it's the middle of the series, but it's Iron Walk Gen. But it has to be good, and it has to be full length. None of that five minute shit. Yeah, it's got to be the whole nine minute song. Hey, they made, didn't they make a TV series called Iron Chef based on that book? No, that's based off of Iron Chef. Oh, okay, that is based off Iron Chef. Yes, and okay. it's about Cantonese cooking. Ha! Top that food network. 
They did with Mark Dukakis. Don't! <laughs> the actor who is every nationality. Dude, you know what surprised me? Mark Summers, the guy that hosted Double Dare, is now on the Food Network. He's been on the Food Network. He has a good show. But dude, he was a slime master. Now he's food. Now, <laughs> now he's respectable. But the thing is, if he, he has mental problems now, so it makes sense. He's severe OCD. I saw that slime. Yeah. Now, was that after the slime or during? I think after Dur the slime. During and after. I mean, how, how many people would like not be traumatized by some little kid digging well, his head up some big ass during, then you're torturing the man every time. No, it's like Howie Mandel wasn't wasn't as OCD and germaphobe because he was. It just happened. It, it just something triggered it. Same thing with Mark Summers. Well, that's the theory anyway. But I still like Mark Summers. He's good. Yes, he is. And his show makes you hungry because it's all candy <laughs> and junk food. It's not like uh, Mark uh, Anthony Bourdain's show where it's like, we're going to go to the middle of, of Bali and we're going to eat roasted rat <laughs> with a little garnish of roasted pepper. Hey, and don't bash Ozzy Osbourne's liquid diets, man. I mean, come on. Alice Cooper said, you know, he's, you know, with a little dash of ketchup and salt. It'd be a nice cuisine. I mean, even though he's a chicken man himself, but everybody's entitled to their culinary taste. But of course, Alice Cooper is one of the ones that you wonder if he's not, if he's, that's all the way back from uh, the... But it's better the than Detroit that Metal City episode. <laughs> but it's better than that meal they gave that poor girl Tanoski. With the, the, it looked beautiful. It was like, wow, that's a really nice design of lobster and noodles and all that stuff. Then she picks up the fork and it's like waving at you. And you're like, okay, appetite gone. But it, that gave a line to the to, the uh, Shinaku to try and get her. <laughs> he failed horribly, but he's like, can I have some of you too? I kind of like that too, because uh, to me that reminded me of Blade Runner, where it's just like a future setting imposed on like a present time. Yeah, it has that. It has that, that Blade Runner feel at times with the futuristic world and kind of, I don't want to say parallel universe, no. It's more no, like you're, Europe, no, you're right about it. No, like yeah. Extreme future. Yeah. yeah, it's an extreme future, and it's it's got that, because it has the elements where humans and aliens have combined. Yeah. And there aren't really any other human characters. I mean, it's only just Sonoshi and JP, and everyone else is something else. Now, here's the sad part, in my view. When at the beginning of the Yellow Line race, and you Star Wars fans out there, I know you're going to probably be like, it does remind me of Episode 1, except that race was better. The Yellow Line was a better race than Episode 1. For the record, the Episode 1 race was actually just uh, an allusion to an old 1930s film with the chariot race. I should know this, but I don't. Yeah, it was, and it's just... You what, what? You're educated. No, this, this was just me roaming the internet and finding stupid shit. No, it's the power of the Wikipedia. Wikipedia <laughs> tells you all. It's become our, our font of knowledge. It is our intersect. So somebody actually said this was the, the pod race from episode, episode 1 was based off of a 1930 chariot race from some Greek movie or Roman movie. Yeah, that was, was, it, was it Ben Hur maybe? Mm-hmm. Ben yeah. Hur, wow. Except there weren't whips. <laughs> Lucas, I'm disappointed, man. I knew you ripped people off with that badly. Well, we're not going to get Well, let's finish bashing Lucas later for another time. We'll save that for Star Wars or the Blade Runner. Well... We'll say it for... Indy. No. Uh, that movie... E.T. That, no, that no. E.T. E. is that we're keeping that in one. I'd say Gremlins, but that was another... That was the same. Gremlins? No. no. The other one did, though. We'll, we'll, well, we'll get into that another day. So, anyway, here's how it works. Now it's time for our review. Now, generally, for those of you who have never listened to any of the episodes, go back and check out our review archive. Because what we do is, instead of using numbers or stars or thumbs up or things like, I'm going to give this... Five popsicle sticks. We use phrases, and they're all witty, and they actually work with the films. Now, Somebody actually uses popsicle sticks. Yes, they do. And so, our lowest rating, the rating wow. if this is a terrible movie, is going to be protests outside your local red box. So no one rents this reprehensible piece of shit. Now, these are movies that should be avoided at all costs, unless you want to torture someone. Wow, you even got it under the P O Y L R. 
No, that's just for the okay. Okay. Next, you have our our low secondary low where there's maybe one thing worth watching, or if you just surf and this is have it on the background while surfing the internet for porn. I've done that. A lot of people have done that. I mean, glad I'm not alone. Right. <laughs> and then there's a middle of a ground which is worth watching once in theaters or on DVD. I mean, it's okay. It's not great. It's just you know you watch it, you forget about it, you never see it again. Then there's our almost perfect rating. Which is, you know, it's worth your time. It's really good, but there's just a couple of issues. But still, the good out. Borrow from a friend and never return it unless you're offered. And for this movie, I'm going to say, well, the Boing Boing Twins. <laughs> and right. if this, and if in our highest rating, which is the greatest in in highest rating, is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't watch this now, your blood will dry out, your brain will freeze, and your soul will be forfeit to the ninth layer of hell. Where you'll be forced to watch episode one for all eternity. While Jar Jar Binks massages your soldiers, saying, And meanwhile, you are tortured by a gangster who is missing an eye and is snorting coke. Right. I will never understand that whole... Never mind, you know what? Some things are just meant to be left alone. What, me... What? Jar Jar Binks massaging Stop that! Saying, Stop that! It bad up, but I just... Stop that! I know. And the I, fact, had to, I was tortured by it through all three movies. I still want... If I was an assassin, I'd go out and find the motherfucker and assassin him and start the whole damn Cold War. And the fact that he's back in in, in TV again because of fucking trailers for the, the 3D, I'm like... I was like, I saw the one, the Brisk one, which was awesome. It was Yoda versus um, Darth Maul with Brisk. That was awesome. Then, Misa! It's like, no! Yeah, not only do you have to see... If you're going to go see episode one again, you're going to see Jar Jar in 3D. So that's three times of the dumbness from that character. Yes. Are they so doing? Are they doing all? See this movie? Are they doing all six? All six. Does right. he ever go halfway? <laughs> uh, there's money to be had. He will have money. Mm-hmm. Yes, he will. And not share it with the rest of the clique unless they've already signed that contract. But that's yep. the question. The question is, am I gonna go see it in 3D? It's a good question. I don't know. I've seen it for over 30 fucking almost. 35 fucking years. Yeah, I am not going to go see it. What's the point? I've seen it. I've seen it on the big screen. When it very you get to out. see it with a brand new dimension. I've seen it in all sorts of dimensions. I've seen it when it was original, when Han Solo actually shot Greedo, and it wasn't the tie or the freaking Greedo shoots and then Han. I, that was Han Solo. That was the badass. I agree. Episode one, but two, I, three. I see just to say I saw it. But I would, I would watch it drunk though. I would go in completely shit faced. Like, this is the greatest movie ever. Woo. You don't come to think of it, I think I did see that movie drunk. Oh wait, that was South Park. And that was awesome. Well, well, those are ideas for like I said, Star Wars episode. So let's get into our views. So you know, my rating has not changed. It's still really, really, really fucking cool. This is my top, one of my top anime movies of all time. I'm putting this in my top ten. This is definitely my top ten. I've watched it over. Top on, ten, Fade five. All that stuff. Yeah, this is it's really, really, really fucking cool. Um, so what are you gonna give it? Are you gonna um, keep it with your original rating, which was I think borrow from a friend? Oh why? You know what? I would say Yeah, I'm gonna keep it to the same thing because of the fact that it was like, okay, it's cool to watch. And yeah, it was a great movie. However, it's like like something I would like constantly watch over and over again. It would be one of those once in a blue moon or visit a friend and be like, Yeah, sure, put it on. Okay. I'm happy with that. I'm still gonna go with that one. So what are you gonna go with, new guy? I would have to agree with him because, like, uh, like as the movie progresses, you have like the racing storyline, then you have like the love plot, and then as the movie goes on, you're not sure which one it is, which one overpowers the other. But I, I really like it. I think it has great soundtrack. I think the voice acting is great. The animation is beautiful. 
with the allusions to like the Speed Racer kind of 60s and 50s kind of stuff. And I would definitely borrow it and never, ever return it. Uh, the way that many of us... Fuck off! No, that's how many of us get our collections. We're like, say, hey, can I borrow can I borrow this movie to edit an episode? I, Yeah, Mr. <laughs> uh, can I have my movie back now? It's right there. It's been waiting for you, Tango and Cash. Not we, just Tango and Cash. And we forgot to talk about something in Tango and Cash. Well, we'll talk about it later. Yes, for Tango and Cash. We forgot to talk about that in that episode. That was a, people still ask us about it. They're like, how come you didn't talk about the fact that there was a drum solo in the middle of Terry Hatcher's strip tease? So... <laughs> well, so what? Sounds about normal. It's kind of who was that girl that played the drums that was like from Prince's Entourage a while back? Not Vanity, the other chick. Thought it was Vanity. No, no, there was two of them. There was Vanity, and then there was the other one that played the drums as well. I forgot her name. She could play the drums though. But anyway, it it matters not. Such things matter not. It was just a well, interesting and introspective, and just interesting email. Which was just wondering why we forget such a minor thing when we go over everything else, including grenades being put down people's pants to blow them up. But again, we digress. Well, like they say, that blows. <laughs> you would. Uh, so anyway, Don't remember you. you can check out our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us spirekin@gmail.com. Me at zanspirekin.com. That is spirekin@longabout.com. As usual, I can never pronounce it properly. You'll get it eventually. And we'll set up one for you. Um, Just throw carrier pigeons at me until then. No, nah, you can... Carrier pigeons? Carrier pigeons. Oh, carrier pigeons. Oh, signals. Cans with strings. Psychic telepathic messages. Yeah, is Miss Cleo out yet? What? Is Miss Cleo out yet? No, Miss Cleo isn't out yet. She's... She no. No, you can always go through Psychic Steve. If Psychic no, Steve's found. But, anyway, it ma- matters. Such things matter not. It's that part we've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. Hydra! Can I stop now? Seriously, can I stop now? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The, the movies. movies! Yes, and what is the Dodecahedron on movies? The Dodecahedron is a 12-sided object, specifically a dice. And what we're going to do is we're going to roll the Dodecahedron on movies. Remember, number lands on the tour reviewing the next episode of the Sparkin movie review. And more specifically, it is the first theme month of 2012. And... The viewers have chosen, after all the voting from everything, from a month of Arnold, the month of time travel, the month of, of, the month of musicals, the month of deals with the devil, and the month of Arnold. And yes, I know I said that twice, but still, it is the monuments of Arnold. The month you have chosen, the month that is has been proven to be superior to all the rest, according to you guys, is the month of. But anyway, so what we're going to do is new guy is going to roll the Dodecahedron movie. Whenever number land, that's reviewing the next episode of interesting titles, and they're all excellent movies, and three of them I'm praying we don't get, because then I'll have to possibly, well... You're going to have to watch them. You're going to have to watch them. Yes, I am. Oh, oh, we'll, it'll make you feel better. I'll watch one of them with you. Well, we'll see what happens, so roll and see where we're going. I'll give it a bit. Ah, so number 12. So... In the first episode of this month, we're going to be reviewing a movie which has the dub with Michael Keaton and Carrie Ewis playing a Texan. And it has airplanes and also has um, a lot of other stuff. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Porco Rosso. Uh, Excellent movie. And if you listen to Anime Pulse or Manga Pulse or Agro Pulse, they actually did a Mystery Science Theater, an Agro Pulse, to Porco Rosso, which is hysterical. 
highly recommend checking them checking out. It's a it's an interesting movie, and it's an interesting way to start off this magical and mystical month because we have other things coming up, including Princess Mononoke and Laputa Castle in the Sky and My Neighbor Totoro and the awesome Howl's Moving Castle. Well, so I guess that's it for this episode. I think I think there's nothing else we're forgetting. And so with that in mind... Hi, I'm the new guy, and my favorite quote was... Best Brawls of Lichman, Volume 7, now on sale. It's going to be unanimous on that one. Okay, so Baz is... Uh... Hey, Gory Rider, yo motherfucker! Okay, and this is your host, Zahn, of the Spock and Mong Review, and my favorite quote from 2009's Redline, directed by Takeshi Koike, is going to actually be, um, well, uh, Chief Sentin, stop playing around with those, co- those, those cosplaying rejects from a porno. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the uh, whole thing, I got wood! No, 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 that's the stinger. I got wood. No, I was going to go with the whole speech though, actually, the whole thing where he's like, he's like, just calm down, little Desna. Just get to your phone. She's like, I can't do that, Sarge. I can win this. You're going to be court-martialed. I don't care. I can do this. You're like, what's wrong with you? He's manly yet feminine at the same time. No, he wears a gay hat. If he didn't have the hat, I think Don't he... blame the man for the military. No, he's wearing a gay cowboy hat. It's like a little said. cowboy hat. It's not a duster. It's not a big... Like I said, don't blame the man for the military, I, blame the military for the man. Can I just ask, what happened to the bioweapon and the counter-bioweapon they used? Because that was never really kind of finished. Because the movie ends. Just the movie ends. We yeah. don't know. We don't We don't know what happens. We don't know. The, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The movie they'll ended. A, they'll make their own anime on it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Now, what was it called again? Funky Boy. Funky Boy. The movie. I mean, the planet itself is pretty much decimated. Government's gone. No, the government's still there, but they're I mean, not... They, they have no power. Yeah, and also they're going to be under investigation for breaking how many treaties? Um, yeah. Because <laughs> they destroyed they destroyed stuff, they blew up things, they went crazy, and well... It's one of those happy endings that has, like, a bitter taste at the end, if you really think about it. Yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't resolve things, but I think it doesn't matter, because it's just... It, it, it's it's like, you know... This would have been the kind of movie at the end where how they play, you know, like, you see the ending, it says the end, plays the trailers, and then it stops, and then it shows you, like, a clip of something, like, I would have loved to see something from the military, like... So what the fuck's going on with the power? We don't have power. Why don't we have power? Because the big boy or whatever blew it up. I want fucking power. I mean, I'm trying to get the power. I will kill you. Get the power. A, st- a singer would have been nice, but I think yeah. it would have taken away from the movie. I just think I like it. I, like uh, yeah. yeah. I would say a five-second insert. You know, just something that, bam, out of nowhere. You know, one was surprising. I, I'm, I'm happy where it ends, but it could... If they did do a spinoff, I would have. If, I would think it was cool, too. If they did something else, maybe a different race, or just different characters, like the cigarette guy. <laughs> who's way too he's, he's gotta be selling something else he's that's like, a girl he uh, said he did say grandma oh yeah he is a grandma so but then like, again in the Japanese version you don't know well we don't know what it is it sounds creepy he's just like, like get away <laughs> or the, I noticed everyone smoking on him yeah unlike with American movies where cigarette yeah. smoking is god this one not everywhere. quite <laughs> or any movie under PG-13 uh, they try to get you away from characters smoking unless it's a cigar you don't have the character sitting there with a cigarette in his mouth. Shink! It don't matter. He has a cigar, not a cigarette. Yeah, that counts. You don't have that old, the old black man like, hey man, how can I help you? I can't do it. I can't do the the, the cigarette on the lip where it just it bounces back and forth as you're talking. It doesn't fall out, <laughs> but it's still coherent. Really? 
Thank you, James Big Fan of me. That was James Big Fan of me. Don't leave me no air with smoking before smoke was invented. Exactly. And so with that in mind, we're gone. So catch you next time. Later, y'all. Oh
Someone's having doubts, huh? Hell, I'm just trying to keep this thing interesting. You can't write me off like that. It's just a voice, pal. You don't know a damn thing about racing!